from newstalkzb.co.nz. It's the Mike Hosking Breakfast with BNZ. Welcome to the rewrap for Friday. All the best bits from the Mike Hosking Breakfast on News Talk ZB in a sillier package. I am Glenn ZB, and this morning uh, we will mark the week because it's Friday. That's what we do. Uh, yesterday's column in the Herald has got Mike into a bit of hot water with some of the readers who haven't actually read it properly. Uh, is Bowden Barrett a massive sellout and wheeze and poos talk ZB? But before any of that, uh, the tech developments outpacing the tech regulations. Has not one of them noticed the irony of the e-scooter going faster than cars given the bus lanes and the cycle lanes? Scooters don't have to use cycle lanes. Scooters don't have to have helmets. And yet every other form of transport has enough rules and regulations and ideology around it to sink a ship. Don't get me wrong, I'm not anti-scooter. It just beggars belief that the idiots who regulate have been so asleep at the wheel and now what do they want? Hey, what do they want now? Phil Goff, Auckland Mayor, orders a report. That's right. When in doubt... Order a report. And then we come to two in our proof of pudding segment, the Commerce Commission. They now have the power to expose the fleecing, the Prime Minister's words, not mine, the fleecing that's gone on in the petrol industry. And this is good for the Commission, given the PM has made their first investigation so easy. We already know the outcome. They're fleecing us, we know, because she said they are. Now, all the Commerce Commission need to do is go and show us how badly. Unless, hold on, unless, of course, we're not being fleeced. Unless, of course, the Prime Minister was shooting her mouth off at a tricky time, having increased the taxes herself, and was looking for a distraction to get the heat off her. Ooh, what if that's the case? What if the Commission finds a market that largely operates normally, given size and transport and the dollar and refining costs and competition? What if they find that the oil market is quite complex and offering up easy one-line accusations isn't actually the reality? Ooh, that would be embarrassing, wouldn't it? Almost as embarrassing as letting hundreds of scooters onto your streets without for one minute working through any of the implications. I still want to know how many people injure themselves just walking along the street every day. And because really, I think we should ban that as well. Or getting on and off buses. Um, anyway, stop being silly, Glenn ZB, and mark the week because it's Friday. The Commerce Commission 8. Brand new powers to end the week so they can go and prove that the oil industry is fleecing us. And the Prime Minister wasn't just making up quick headlines at a tricky political time to try and deflect the issue away from her government. No more fuel taxes. Seven. Good. Because we hate tax. But what a transparent rort, eh? We never intended to have more taxes. What? Despite telling the councils they could ask for them. Despite 14 of them actually asking. Despite the law being changed to allow them to do so. No, that wasn't a last-minute panic at all, was it? Uh, the government one year on. Eight. Yes, one year on today. And forget about the policy. Forget about the policy and whether you like it. As an exercise, an MMP, as I said, of sticking together, of being coherent, this lot has been good. No bitching, no infighting, no instability. New Zealand first super bill. 20. Yes. As in years. Makes sense on the other logic test. Ten years. I mean, ten years and you get super for the rest of your life. Come on. In what part of the world does that make sense? Turns out none, given the OECD average is 25 years. E-scooters, too. I mean, if you ever want a lesson in just how inept our local regulators are, this is it. Scooters turn up one night, we all ride them, kill each other, infuriate each other, litter the footpath with them, and a week on, the regulators going, oh, hang on, oh, what happened there? Can we have a report? A spark, seven. Yes, they got the World Cup, they got the football, now they got the F1. Is someone at Sky standing by with the, uh, you know, the light switch? Simon Bridges, four. I've come through the fire stronger. 
The poll said at all seven is dog tucker territory. In trust, one. Who? Exactly. There's a vote on. No one's voting. No one cares. We argue for democracy, apparently treasure democracy, <laughs> then ignore it. I still actually have no idea what he's talking about, so I'm certainly not voting for whatever it is that he's talking about, and I don't know if I can, and I certainly don't want to, because I don't know what he's talking about. Um, <laughs> now, uh, what he was talking about yesterday was uh, how uh, well the government's done since it's been the government. It's, it's a year, you see. Uh, gave them quite a high mark... Uh, which has sent people into fits of apoplexy. Now, just as regards that Herald column yesterday, which seemed to get a bit of traction in uh, all sorts of circles, including political ones, of course, what I was trying to do, and maybe I didn't write it properly, so I'll give you that part, but um, this is, everyone went nuts, and this is some of the feedback. Even as we finish our breakfast and get ready for work, Mike Hosking is being held in a cellar somewhere. We must set aside our differences and do everything in our power to rescue him. Hosking! You'd be being churlish to mark the government any less than 8 or maybe a 9 out of 10. Curiously, this isn't breaking news on the Herald website. Who are you and what have you done with the real Mike Hosking, said another one. Mike Hosking gave the government 9 out of 10. Is the man ill? Has he been brought off? Where am I? What's going on? Is reality bending, says another. Maybe now he'll take time to um, go on the e-bike ride around the city. He's still not saying who his ghostwriter is, and so it goes. Listen, what I was doing is separating two things out. Policy and whether you agree with policy is one thing. Their execution, as I was trying to explain to the Prime Minister a moment ago, their execution of what they see as their vision for the country is another, and their execution of their vision, might be not yours, but of their vision, has been very, very good. And with that, you can't argue. But certainly, if people are worried about you losing your grip on reality, well, that you can't lose right. something that you've already exactly. lost. Exactly. Lost years ago, for goodness yep, sake. Yep, that's about maintaining the Hosking brand. It's worth quite a bit, that Hosking brand, of course. And a lot of people uh, try and capitalise on it uh, without much success, usually. Uh, what about Bowden Barrett? Uh, it sounds, seems like uh, there's been a little bit of... Uh, uh, what do you what do you call it? Backlash, a backlash against him for uh, some of his involvements with Tank. It was an interesting article, and it did involve. I don't mean to um to to beat up on Bowden Barrett, but it was a very interesting article on influences. And what's this is just the circle of life. So what happens is that people hit social media, various platforms of social media, they start gathering a following, and then of course businesses look at those people who gather a following and go, how do we connect with those people, and how do they influence their following in a way that we can benefit from. And so they'll give you free TV or they'll pay you some money or whatever. And internationally, the big time is the Kardashian-type arrangement where you get paid per tweet or per Instagram post. But, of course, inevitably what happens after a period of time is they become overtly obvious. In other words, they don't go from a, hey, I was just wandering down the street and look what I discovered, isn't this cool? Uh, this is a, I'm standing, and this is Bowdoin Barrett's particular case, I'm standing outside of Tank Juice and I've just used the new app to order my, you know, it's just like, give me a break, mate, it's an ad. And once it becomes an ad, it starts to become negative. And once it becomes negative, you, you put people off. So suddenly all of the following becomes irrelevant because people don't like you in the first place and your connection to business is no longer as strong as it was. I, what I do like is those billboards uh, with uh, Bowden Barrett on the Panasonic TVs because he's signed them. And his signature, because there's two T's at the end of his name, he makes them look like little rugby posts. Or giant rugby posts, in fact, because they're on big billboards, but, you know. And it made made me wonder, do you reckon that his signatures always, A, always look like that, B, he made it like that uh, because he liked rugby, or C, changed it to that once he was really good at rugby? 
I don't know what. Why do you spend so much time wondering about those sorts of things, Glenn ZB, and not important things like wheeze and poos? Finally, South African University students have found an eco way of making bricks. What they use is the old, um, the urine. The urine was collected at specifically designated male urinals. Is that a flash way of saying the boys' room? It was then mixed with sand and bacteria and then made into moulds at room temperature. And in doing it this way, you avoid needing a kiln, apparently, and that perhaps slightly distastefully is the news of the world in 90 seconds. I don't understand how you make a brick out of urine, in spite of, I mean, Mike sort of explained it there, but it, are they freezing it? What a, what a, and what a great job having to collect it. Like South Africa's an amazing place, isn't it? But and, and so if that wasn't bad enough, I mean, we started the show with that, and then uh, we talked to a bloke whose job it is to collect up poo for prosperity and sort of make a an arc of microbes. Uh, the idea of the vault is long-term archival storage for our poo so that it's uh, there forever, just like the seeds that preserve crop diversity. Brilliant. Lovely to catch up with you, Rob. Appreciate your time very much. Rob Knight, Principal Investor at Knight Lab in uh, California. I saw a story that, um, that, that where the seeds are all stored. Now, what was it? It's because of climate change, they're having to redo something of it. Either it's leaking or they need to do something about its temperature because the temperature's changing from the outside. It used to be frozen, permanently frozen on the outside in a very cold part of the world, but apparently the uh, it's, it's in Norway or somewhere like that, isn't it? But it, um, there's not as much snow, and therefore they've got some issues with it. Another one of those stories I saw the other day that I can't remember where I saw. That's two this morning, I can't remember. So not related to poo? Then. No, no, but it's where it'll be stored. Well, that's it's good, because we spent too much... We started the show talking about bricks made out of wheeze. That's right, we did too. And now we've had... A poo arc. Well, that's true. Well, the I, text don't, says, I don't know what's happening. Not too sure about um, saving poo talk while we're having breakfast. Well, you know, too late now. Done it. Can't take it back. Yep. <laughs> yep. I mean, that is, that's my understanding. That's what breakfast is for, is to get you moving. Because if you don't shit, you die. Is that what? Uh, poo's talk ZB. Awesome. What a great way to finish the week. I am Glenn ZB. Uh, that was the rewrap for Friday. I hope, hopefully we'll see you back here again on Monday, if you dare. See you then.